best business radio. Hi friends, it's Elliot Brown, Essex Business Radio, as you can see behind me, doing another podcast. Here we are again. Um, I'm, I'm, love, I'm really been looking forward to doing this podcast. We've been talking about it for a long, long time. Um, my good friend JB is with me today. Hi JB. How you doing, mate? Great um, to see you. You yeah, all right? Yeah, looking really. Well. You are looking incredibly well, I have to say. Uh, you're flattering. No, <laughs> let's not get into that again. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we, it depends how it goes. Yeah, we, we could do, we could do. Um, yeah, so uh, so JB and I have known each other, we were just talking about this, uh, for about four or five years. And uh, we met on a, a friend's, uh, a mutual friend's stag do uh, in Vegas. We did. Uh, what a great trip. Um, and, that's, uh, and that's all we're going to say about Vegas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, what, Next. We, what we can say about Vegas is, uh, I mean, if anybody hasn't been to Vegas, I love Vegas. I mean, I, everybody that knows me knows that I, I mean, I go once a year. Yeah. That, yeah, you, yeah. No, I haven't been for two years, so it's a slight lie. Um, <laughs> but um, two, two minutes in a yeah, line, yeah. Know, it's a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't, a, you know, it was a misjudgment. Uh, in, let's in, call it that. In your head, you go, yeah. Once but no, I was. I was literally uh, going every single year so that year I were went going, twice I remember you I remember when we got back from the stag you went about a week later yeah we literally we were over there uh, yeah about two or three weeks a good weeks later yeah because yeah. uh, being in the video games industry used to go over yeah. to LA and go there um well initially used to start in LA uh, the first couple of years, we do five, five, yeah, six, seven days of the that, show. Yeah. Go to Vegas for two. After three years of going to the show and the business show, we do two days of the show and six days in Vegas, <laughs> <laughs> which is the right way to I'd do it. I'd only just recovered by the time you were flying. Yeah, out. yeah, yeah. But about that, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, and, and a great deal. We, we, well, we were just up. talking about this a little while ago. Um, going to going, going to Mike's place, which was called Vegas Off Road Experience mm. at the time, and uh, and did some off roading in some big, big vehicles, um, and uh, and we were just talking about the fact that yeah. he's now got uh, you know, a racetrack which uh, you can go and drive Ferraris and bits and pieces hopefully going to get Mike on the show that would yeah, be really cool um, and he's hopefully I think he's over here in uh, in January, February so uh, we'll talk about his business um, he's had huge investment um, and uh, I think it's been a very very interesting uh, very interesting chat and I haven't seen Mike for a little while so we'll talk about that oh we'll send um, him our best when you speak to him yeah yeah definitely definitely of course I will That's and uh, well we need to organise another trip to Vegas yeah well we've been saying about the reunion haven't we so um I think it's way overdue. With my missus is watching, she should be saying about stag dude that I need to organise a wedding. So um, ah. we do need to get that in probably at some okay. point. Right, right, the so banker's we'll... nodding, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> so we're all right there. So yeah. wait a second. Right. Let me write this down. Okay. Section five. <laughs> <laughs> the PG version. Uh, and then, and then of course, it was it was Craig's stag do. And uh, then uh, we saw the, the wedding, which was the last time that we actually saw that's each other, saying, wasn't yeah. it? Um, and uh, and we were talking about this before before recording the podcast. And uh, in you said how much you loved the wedding you were anyone he'd be watching wouldn't he <laughs> you may watch this yeah. at some stage he's quite high maintenance craig so i didn't enjoy that wedding <laughs> really? as much he as everyone he, else did he hides it well. I was on duty uh, <laughs> <laughs> no i don't, well, think... I don't remember seeing anyone see so you, you saying that's the last time i saw it. i can't remember actually seeing or speaking to you that day no. i think i was at his beck and call you were lit you were busy mm. you I were stressed busy. as well i was really really nervous about the speech were you yeah you, i think really. you i think you went really well I was really nervous. And the problem was is that um, 
I obviously had Claridge in my ear all day. Yeah. And then he gave me what he said were like these speech pills. So I kept taking them. Right. And I must have had about 18 of them. Because <laughs> so by the time I was getting, I got into like oh, doing right. my speech, I was just like a wreck. Really? Like, I was speech pills. And then obviously he put the pink headband and the pink boots on me. Yeah, and that yeah. me totally. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But that wasn't the first time you wear pink headbands and boots, no? No, but usually I'm not surrounded by 150 people. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's another one for another another, another podcast, yeah. 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 Yes. That's not a business podcast. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, and obviously, introducing you, um, your, your your company is uh, Lennon James. Yep. Uh, and we're going to come to, you know, a bit about your business a little bit later. Um, but I believe that uh, the name comes from... So uh, the name comes from so my boy's called Lennon James. Yeah. So um, my mum was brought up in Liverpool with my dad. Yeah. Um, in the height of Beatlemania. Of course. John Lennon obviously died in 1980. I was born in 1983. Yeah. So I was named after him. Mum wanted to give me a good head start in life, so I'm actually Jonathan as opposed to John. Ah. So we always had the Beatles on. It was a it was a big thing in our house. So um, yeah, when I had um, when we had Lennon, um, it was only one name. And yeah. then when it came to the business, that was one of the hardest decisions actually. What do you what do you call what do you call a business? How yeah, do you definitely. make it personal? Yeah. Um, and so yeah, we came up with Lennon James. It does become problematic if we have another kid. Who's yeah. They have um uh, have, have issues, aren't they? Yeah. Daddy issues that Daddy didn't name a business after. Me. Yeah, but that's maybe we'll call so, the letting company. After so you just so let's start a second company. Uh, probably might have to. Hey. Yeah, well, just just on just on that on for that reason. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's let's get the first off the ground yeah. first, and then we'll go there. Hey, you're well off the ground. Okay. You're well off the ground. We, Thank uh, you. Yeah, yeah, you're very welcome. Like, honestly, mate, I think you're doing an, an absolutely amazing job, and we've uh, we've had long conversations about about mm. the business, and we're definitely going to come back to that in a little while. Um, and and you've uh, that's been running for how long now? I mean, how long has how long has the business been running? Uh, we officially started in March of yeah. this year. Yeah, um, we started with we started with nothing, so it was a uh, yeah fresh start um, and yeah so 1st of March we yeah. officially started yeah yeah 1st of March wow a lot has happened this year yeah I mean I left Right Move at the end of January so um, so kind of leaving Right Move the time of leaving Right Move and making the decision that I was going to set the business up and yeah. then actually leaving yeah that that was quite a while to kind of box stuff off that sure. I was doing for them sure um, and so in hindsight actually and we'll probably talk about it yeah. actually I probably would have liked to have got more stuff ready yeah I think that's always that. That's always yeah. The thing I gave that you myself get. a month, and actually, the first, I remember the first day. It's like moving house, really. You know, when yeah. you move into a house, it's yeah. empty, and you go, "Shit, what have I done?" Yeah. And it was almost like that of kind of going, "Well, where where do we start? What do we do?" And all that stuff. So, yeah, yeah. Um, it seems like a million years ago. I don't know where this year's gone though. That's, um, I mean, that's a, a lot has happened, and mm. I, I think you've uh, you you know what you've done in the, in those in those months is uh, is is. Incredible, mate. Oh, I, I, no, no, seriously, that. seriously. Uh, and we're definitely going to talk a little bit about, you know, the right move days and, yeah. and things like that moving forward. So, uh, you know, Lennon James is... Um, now, I asked you exactly what you <laughs> classed yourself as because uh, you're not an estate agent. No. Um, well, and what was, the, what was the terminology you used? Well, I mean, in, in layman's terms, we probably are an estate agent, but I, I class as a full-service property marketing company. Um, okay. the reason, I like that. The reason I say that is there's lots of moving parts. Um, um, and it's more than just putting your house on the market. We we want to make sure that we take people all the way through the process. Yeah. Um, and that individuals take people all the way through that process. So yeah. it, that's why we call ourselves full service property marketing because... I don't believe you can sell a house to someone that they don't want. So yeah. all we can do is make sure that we do the bits that we can influence as much as we can. Yeah, um, absolutely. And, you know, we are trying to be different. So I'd rather kind of break the stigma of a state agent and, and kind of go 
going a different direction. going in a different direction yeah which i which i, well, I think you've, you've already done that i mean if the, to make the impact you have i think in that period of time, in that period of time um i, I think is absolutely superb um so so don't we, know how we, to deal with all these compliments oh well, you know yeah but i you know, honestly <laughs> I, I think i think it's it's not the easiest thing setting up a business and when you've come out of a yeah, almost a scary. corporate environment um to take the leap that you have although it's in the same industry i think you know it's a big thing to do and in a market that not isn't necessarily the the most booming as well you know yeah. it's not necessarily been the the best market in the last 12 to 12 to 18 months i don't think no i mean in hindsight in hindsight in hindsight's a wonderful thing actually i probably never really thought about those things mm. i just kind of i had it in my head of what i wanted it to be and then it was kind of i don't know blinkers on this is we're just full steam ahead i didn't yeah. really think about the um what if that doesn't work what should we do i suppose contingency planning in terms of day one yeah oh, right, this is really real now, we better get on with it. You know, yeah. It's kind of like, oh, that's a bit late. I should have been thinking about that six months previously. So, yeah. um, it, But it is really, really scary to do it. Yeah. But the option of not doing it was probably a lot scarier. Yeah, okay, that's interesting. Hmm. That's interesting. Well, so staying where you where you were was not an option, or not an option any, any it longer? Was, I mean, it was an option. I loved Right Move. It, it, was, it was amazing. Yeah. But I didn't want to be that guy in a bar at 50 kind of going, oh, yeah, I could have done that or yeah. I should have done that. Yeah. Um, in the end, the only thing that was the reason not to do it was security, yeah. family, responsibilities. Yeah. And in the end, it was kind of going, well, if I can make it work, then you have all those things and a lot more. Um, so why not? Yeah. You know, I can always get another job. You know, at 36, you're still employable. Yeah. Um, and in the end, it was kind of going, well, if if that stuff is the only thing, the reason not to do it, yeah. then that's not really enough of a reason. Yeah, okay, that's fair enough. I like that. I like that. You know, tell me a little bit about the right move days. You were you about you were there for how many years? So I was there twelve years. So I joined there in two thousand six. So, yeah. And um, before I joined right move, I actually worked in an estate agency. Yeah. Um, I was a terrible estate agent then. <laughs> um, I was really, I was really, really young. I was paid to put houses on the market. That's yeah. what I did. I didn't necessarily do the right thing. Okay. Come on, tell me about that. If you can't, I can see a little, little twinkle in your eye when you said that you didn't do the right thing. Come on, tell me about it. So, so we're talking. So we're talking what twelve? Yeah, two thousand. It would have been two thousand four. So I was twenty-one. Right move was how old then? Uh, so right move would have been uh, probably about four or five years old. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we didn't have a computer in our office. I mean, that's. I mean, that's when you think about the growth of the last fifteen years that we didn't. A state agency didn't. We didn't even have a computer. Yeah. Um. Everything yeah, was kind of handwritten. That's men- When you think about it, that's a yeah, mental change in that period of time. That's really, mad. Yeah, really scary and. Just one day, just one day, there was because Right Move was owned by Connell's Countrywide, Halifax, and Royal Sun Alliance. Right. So it was set up as this internet thing might take off. Uh, right, okay. Um, what, so they didn't really take it very seriously. They just sort of set it up on a bit of a whim, did they? I think people saw that the internet was going to be a so thing. They had, so they, if, they were, if they had some presence in it, yeah. Were, yeah. A, bit, a bit like some of these biggest day agents have done with like the online model. So the emergence of Purple Bricks, for instance. Or yeah. actually, we better have a cheap fee model yeah, yeah. in the background just in case that Purple takes Bricks over. is an interesting thing. We'll talk about that in a yeah, minute, actually. So so yeah um, so, yeah, so an e- basically an email notice came around um, and the, kind of, the company that I worked for was part of Connell's was owned by Connell's so right. um, this email came around saying there's this thing there's jobs going as like sales guys I kind of thought my days were probably numbered as an estate agent in terms of I was, we were putting lots of houses on but we weren't selling them because I was probably overpricing them okay um, just how to long, get my how money long, and how long were you doing that probably about six months to a year okay um, so you, six months in, you already realised that your days yeah. were up. Yeah, I just, I just, you know, I was just too young. It was just, there wasn't really any credibility. I hadn't really any life experience. Okay, 
I hadn't bought a house. Right. So I was a bit, you know, you a bit cocky. You think you can do lots. Really? You yeah. surprised me. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's hard to believe. <laughs> um, and so you kind of, I was just finding, trying to find a path, really. Yeah. And so, yeah. So, and then I went for the interview with Rightmove. Um, and, yeah, it, it, changed my, it changed my life. Yeah. It changed my life. And what, in, in, what, in what way? Was, what was it, I mean, obviously, getting into that, you were sort of green. To yeah, say, really. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I mean, I didn't know anything. Um, and, I didn't, and that was really... I kind of got in, really, I think, because... Probably, probably enthusiasm and kind yeah. of... You know, I remember the guy saying, going, I, I, my boss says I shouldn't employ you, but I'm going to. Yeah. Um, and he used to remind me of that all the time. Right, yeah, nice. I, 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 you know, I took a punt and he said, don't let me down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I never forgot that. Yeah. Um, and That's nice to have, have somebody have to have that faith in your yeah. your natural sort of ability, I suppose, yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think it was probably the first time that someone had ever maybe shown, oh, actually, you've got promise from a work perspective. Okay. I wasn't particularly great at school. I was okay. never interested. I just wanted to play sport. Yeah. Um, and Football? So some, yeah, you know, football, cricket, tennis, everything. You okay. know, anything that didn't involve actually doing any work, really. <laughs> Um, and so someone's saying that and then because it was such a young company yeah. it was really exciting yeah. you know, it, no one really knew it yeah. um, we back in the day when I started we were trying to convince people to come onto it and it yeah. was 150 quid yeah. a month yeah really was yeah, it that's all it was and it was 150 quid a month you could put all your properties on yeah. and um, it was really hard 150 quid a month, what, per, per estate agent? Yeah, per estate, per so branch. Then, so yeah. li- and they could, they could list how many? Yeah, as many properties as they like. Shit, really? Mm. And it was hard. It was a hard sell. You know, you, it, the market... Isn't it funny when you look back? I mean, I'm not, not, being, not being funny, but you look back now at the fact that that's, that's a hard yeah. sell. Yeah. It's a fucking no-brainer. But, 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 not, but not then. But, but that, that shows how much has changed. But hell, most of the estate agents that we were talking to didn't have computers in their office. They were working from little boxes yeah. with cards in. And if yeah. someone used to phone up and say... It was an, it was like an, it was an antiquated um, uh, yeah. industry, for sure. But, but, I did, but I don't think people had lots of computers. It wasn't that... Well, well, you know, people were spending... People had eight or nine, ten pages in the newspaper. Yeah. You know, you... Remember the old property supplements? Yeah, they, yeah, they yeah, for sure. Full of yeah, we yeah, can't of course. imagine doing that now. No. But that's only, what, 15 years ago? That's mad. Um, you know, we didn't, I didn't even have a mobile phone. Everything was office-based. So. You tend to take it for granted that where we are now, that it's been going on for years. <clears throat> yeah. But yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. I hadn't really thought back... Yeah, to, if I think back yeah. to where I was in those days, yeah. then yeah, of course, things yeah. were very different. And, 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 that, and, and being part of that 12 years went really, really quick mm. because... It was just so full on because it just grew and grew and grew. I mean, it's now a household name. I mean, if you're going to put your house on the market, the first thing you probably think of is right move. And, yeah. And that's just happened overnight. Okay. I mean, what we've got, so you've got um, how many years from you getting in there to it being a big thing? How many, how many years was that? Um, so, you were, you yeah, so still... I joined in 2006 and then obviously we had the, um, the kind of crash, so yeah. the credit crunch. Yeah. Um, that was really scary because we basically all got put on kind of redundancy notice and we right. had to fight for our job. So you right. were fighting for your job against your, your friend. Yeah. So, again, that was quite scary. Yeah. It was probably after that, I think, that you kind of noticed that agents were then scaling back because they didn't have the money 
available to just spend on lots of stuff. So yeah. then they started to analyse where they spent their money and, okay. what, and what returned it. Right. And you can't, they couldn't do that with the newspaper. You know, you can't say, I did 10 pages and I got X, Y, and Z. Of course you can't. It's not, quantifi- not quantifiable, yeah. is it? And, yeah. with, and with Rightmove, everything was, you could see how many people looked at property, how many leads you got, what yeah. happened to those leads, yeah. the amount of phone calls. Yeah. And that almost kick-started when people went, we need to scale back with the amount of money we're spending. Actually, we need to spend it where we can start to monitor it. So smart, really, something that we use massively now in business analysis. Mm. Well, that was a, a yeah. perfect way of an anal. An, 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 analyzing yeah. for, for, for them and, and, and getting a, a sort of a, a judgment on, yeah. on how well and, they're doing. And it was probably the only business at the time that had that sort yeah, of reporting yeah, function because, exactly. because we had the numbers to support it. So yeah. it was quite a big business there. We probably had 75% of all the agents on. Yeah. But, so we had good numbers. We had a good story to tell people in terms of where you had 100 leads and you had 40 emails and this is where those people lived. Yeah. Quite compelling. And, yeah, and, and having sure. to switch that off versus you know a kind of newspaper where you go I think it works but I'm not sure yeah it, you know it, it's, it's hard to do that so that's where that's where and and then after that it kind of just grew and grew and grew and grew and grew and and there was some really smart people in terms of what they developed yeah you know, we developed new homes we developed commercial yeah um and yeah it's just become just become beast it's yeah successful I mean um uh, before we sort of wrap up for this uh, with a very quick break I I um I even uh, sold properties when I was building properties which was like 10 years ago um I I literally set my own thing up on there and sold yeah. um, started selling properties on there myself which was that easy to do yeah um, and then the crash happened mm. um and it changed yeah like literally it was like some from a property perspective it like it was like someone switched off a tap. Each, Literally, we went from it, the, the property, the, the the flats being valued at whatever, yeah. um, uh, to literally four weeks later, yeah. struggling to to even get an interest in yeah. them, um, and and then it being a battle, yeah. flogging them, and yeah. Uh, yeah, so it was a big big change. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're going to sort of wrap up for a very very quick break, and uh, we're back afterwards to uh, to continue our chat. Thanks, mate. S Business Radio, powered by Forge Management. And we're back. We're back with JB from Lennon James, the uh, the movers and the shakers in the property world. Yeah, I might need that. <laughs> um, so we were talking about right move. Mm-hmm. Um, I, not a path I thought we were necessarily going, going to go down, but uh, but I'm I'm intrigued because I experienced what we were talking about before that our little break. Um, I experienced that crash, and generally, most people that are going to listen to to you know this podcast and and stuff of like this. They've experienced it as well. Uh, I don't think we're going to necessarily have a, a young audience, but even they would have, you know, it was such yeah. a big thing when mm. it happened um, 10 years ago. Mm. Shit. Mental, isn't it? It was 10 years ago, yeah. Mm. So um, we had a, we were a little, little bit of chat about this in the in the break. So what happened in Right Move? What changed there um, over, you know, the next couple of years when the change? I mean, interestingly... The internet was just getting going. Um, talk to me a little bit about, or talk to us a little about, a little bit about how that benefited um, everybody, I suppose. Yeah, so I think as, as every as every business really probably went through that time, it's almost like something just stopped oh, overnight. Yeah, and, totally. And, and given we were like a lead business, so you know, estate agents put their houses on the market, new homes developers put their houses on the market. Yeah. And you know, we're relying on people wanting to make inquiries about those properties well there was no money in the world and no one was giving out mortgages you know yeah. they were also oh completely stopped so it just literally stopped so yeah. you know we'd spent probably two years on this path of 
amazingness if that's not even a word but you know it was <laughs> it kind of do. like yeah we rode this wave of like this is amazing you know it's a young company you know it's so you know it's so great to work for yeah and then you know you just have the rug pulled under you you know you then have to sort of fight back for your job yeah you know, and all that stuff but actually in hindsight it was the best thing that ever happened because one i was probably a little bit naive to life i'd never kind of had that fear of what happens if i don't get this so, yeah you know, and you had two years of good run as well. Amazing. And, you know, I didn't want it to end. I really didn't want it to end. And I, I remember, you know, it was almost like kind of, I, think, I can't remember the numbers now, but it was basically one job for every two or three people. Right. So you knew that you were, apply, you were applying for your role versus kind of like your, your two mates. Yeah. And I remember that time people were saying to me, you're going to apply for other jobs, aren't you? It was almost like a, like a month window or two months. And I didn't. I didn't even do a CV. I was just so focused on wanting to, to stay there. Oh, really? And just, so you were single-mindedly staying. I didn't want to leave. Yeah. I, I loved it. And I, I felt I was good at it in terms of I'd worked really hard to try and understand what it could be in terms of well, what 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 is the value in right move to to an agent. And it yeah. was to deliver, you know, it was actually to make it a lot easier for them. Right yeah. move makes it really, really easy. Yeah. Um, you know, I wouldn't have been able to set up my business without it, really, because, because what how, you would you, how would you play catch up? Yeah. But how would I get a mar- how would I get any market? How yeah. would I get a view? How would people see me? How would yeah. they see our properties? Yeah. So it evens the playing field out a little bit. Um, so from from that from that purpose, though, it was if there's no money in the world and everyone is then cutting back, so all agents were cutting back. They're yeah. either, you know, shutting branches. Yeah. or You know, they're kind of getting rid of staff. Yeah. And what do you have, how do you advertise to everybody exactly with, with, if if you've got if you shut your shop? Yeah, of course. And the benefit at that time was these. You know, they were probably spending sort of, you know, three four grand a week in the paper. The paper was not was not cheap. Was it really? Was yeah, it that sort really of money? Ex- yeah, really expensive. And we were we talking about this, weren't we? I mean, the, you know, big sections of the yeah. newspaper were property. In, in, in essence, actually, there was property papers, yeah. wasn't there? Yeah, you know, exactly you know. that. There's sort of maybe a hundred pages per, you know, per property section, yeah. and that was across the UK. I mean, it was a thriving business, and it was yeah. money for old rope too. So, um, I think businesses then looked to kind of understand in terms of, well, we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to cut things back because it's not a, you know, if we don't, we're we're kind of we're, it's over. Yeah. And I think the benefit for us there, as much as it was awful, and it was awful for probably six to nine months to yeah, a year, yeah. um, actually what came out of that in the end was actually we had a business where we were able to stand in front of someone and say, you gave us X, you paid us this, but we delivered this. Yes. Um, and and no saying, other business was able to do that in that industry. You know, As you were saying, the newspapers, you can't judge. You know, what, what, It wasn't like somebody was putting a tally next to that saying, oh, so many people have looked at this, yeah. um, to put it in layman's terms, yeah. I suppose. It was always kind of perception in terms of, I think it works for me, and yeah. I think my vendors want me to be in there. Yeah, but yeah. would you spend five grand on something a week when you don't have that money on kind of going, I think it works, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Yet you've got this thing for 350 quid a month. Yeah. Definitely is, looks like it's 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 kind of carrying its way, and it did. And analytically wise, mm. you could analyze. You yeah. could have a look at how things were working as well, yeah. couldn't you? So yeah. there was the reporting was there. Yeah. Um, it's something that we take for granted now yeah, in yeah. business, particularly well, you, marketing. I well, think. You, yeah. you know, it's funny. I, I met someone earlier this week, and it's like you wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't commit to something that I wasn't able to analyze. Yes. Oh, com- completely. You know, I yeah. wouldn't go. I wouldn't buy something and go. Oh, all right. Well, I'll just write off that money. But yeah. I'm not. We're not wired that way anymore. But that yeah. was only ten years ago. Yeah. Where people were doing that week on week out, and of people course. still do the newspaper now. Yeah. You still see there's still people advertising it. I'm sure it has its place, but you know, 
I don't know, does it? I don't. I, I, I don't. I'm. I, I'm not convinced on that. I it's, don't know that there is not, a place for I, it. I, I mean, I there must don't maybe do it, there is. Maybe there is an age group. Uh, age mm. group potentially yeah. that may look at properties in there. Maybe mm. that's where they see it. But again, how's it quantifiable? I don't yeah. get that. It's it's a it's a big it's a big cost for an answer that you can't answer. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and for sure. For, and for me, that it's an answer that it's not a risk I'm prepared to take yeah. when it's your kind of your hard earned money yeah so right move in essence do you <clears throat> you know rode a wave of people moving from bricks and mortar to 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 sell their to sell their their products the houses to then getting online and doing it and of course they were in the perfect place yeah i think it became it became synonymous with in terms of if you're going to move you're going to look on right move yeah um in the same way that you know if you think 10, 15 years ago, you probably would have had a yellow pages here. And Absolutely, we would have done same thing, yeah, yeah. No one has one anymore. Yeah, yeah. And it rode that wave, and it, we were fortunate enough that, A, we had some brilliant developers and brilliant teams in terms of who made all that stuff happen. Of course, yeah, that does help. Yeah. Because it was slick. Oh, it was, it yeah. always, I mean, the searching on it has always been very, very good. It's, yeah. I mean, it's the Google for properties, yeah. you know, that's where it was before before the other boys yeah. come. There's obviously a few more players now, yeah. isn't there? But then... There was nobody. Yeah, it. it I, I believe, and I'm biased, but I still believe it's the it's the it's the best. It does. It's I, simple. It I, does what it, it does what it needs to do, which is, you know, no one goes on right move. People just want to look at what properties are available for them to view. Yeah, and that, in, in a nutshell, that is all right move is. Yeah, but it makes it accessible for people. And in a world where people don't just move in the same village. Yeah, you know, we've got buyers coming from London, from Brighton, from Cambridge. Yeah. Actually, you, if you want to book them in on all in the day, in the olden days, you would have had to, in the olden days, you know, 10 <laughs> years ago, sound like my gran, um, in my day. Um, but, you know, but if you would, if you were relocating, for instance, 15 years ago, mm. you would have probably had to go to every single estate agent on a day yep. to book in appointments yep. for properties that you liked. Yep. And then you would have to come back another day. Well, now you can sit. You don't have to talk to anyone. Yep. You're just booking your viewings at your ease. Yep. And on that basis, that, that, that's a really that, the, the world can't be without that. It just makes it so easy for home movers. Yeah. And that's what Rightmove did. They made it really, really easy for people to view properties and, and ultimately then buy them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I listen. I I, I regularly go on there and check check mm. prices of, of properties and yeah. and, uh, and see how my properties are doing. You know, I, just just to have a look. Yeah. And I think a lot of people use it for that. Don't well, they, it's, well, it's in the top ten websites in the UK alone in terms of the pages that it delivers. So yeah. you know, in terms of you know, everyone you speak to is interested in property, whether they're renting, whether they're buying. Some everyone that you will ever speak to will have a. There's going to be. Oh, so- I want to do this, and I want to do listen. That. You're going to rent, buy your buy. Whatever you're doing, mm-hmm. somebody needs. A, you need a property to yeah. live in, don't you? We're not living mm-hmm. in boxes, are we? No. Well, most of us aren't, thankfully. No. Um, not and yet. To the, and to those and to those that are high, how are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks yeah. for listening. But how are you listening to this? <laughs> <laughs> well, listen. They might anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so interesting days, and mm-hmm. uh, and and of course that sort of came to a head. So talk to me about how that changed. I mean, you know, you said you didn't want to get stuck in a position where you were always with them, and uh, and I'm assuming what, over how many of the most recent years was it for you to sort of start saying, do you know what, this I I want to do something different. I want to do something else. Well, I moved I moved around a lot within the business. So I started in a state agency. I went over to new homes. I looked after the teams over there. Yeah. I then moved back into a state agency, and in the last eighteen months, I was developing a product for Right Move. I, I kept getting itchy feet in terms right. of I kind of want to do stuff I want to understand stuff more yeah. um, and you know in big companies that's quite that's quite difficult because yeah. you have lots of people who kind of want to I guess manage stuff so sure. you, you know when I started there you could pick something up and you could run with it and you don't you know you could run you're with right, it easily yeah, yeah. actually 
the scale of stuff that I would, in terms of the projects that you were doing, actually was multiple people involved. And, you know, in the end, I think it was the, I knew in my head that it would, it was never going to be a forever job for me. Yeah. I didn't think I'd ever do 12 years there and I did and it, and it was amazing. Yeah. And I wouldn't have changed it. Yeah. But I didn't want to get to the place where I became stale and stopped really loving it. Yeah. And then, you, you know, you probably know it. You are, you know you get a missus you have a kid yeah you know you have other responsibilities you can't be as selfish in terms of doing four nights away absolutely working yeah. five till ten but not being there and even when you are there I you're think not your really values there. Cha- your values change a little bit don't so, they I suppose yeah I just felt like a shit to be honest with you yeah. in terms of look I'm getting up early I'm getting back late when yeah. I'm here I'm not really here it was really tough for Vic yeah yeah and it actually was really tough on me as well because I didn't want to be that dad either so uh-huh. um so that was one thing and the second thing is is that with the project, so probably the last eighteen months was when the decision, when I made the decision that, uh, yeah, my time at Rightmove won't be forever. Yeah, I always wanted to set up my own agency. That was always a dream, but I didn't really know what it was going to be. And then working really closely with some of the best estate agents in the UK, that was almost like a. I was on the job training really because I was in in there every day, kind of. I going, love and I love I the way to, you look to that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I want it to be like this. So then I, it, selfishly, I was probably doing recon of I wouldn't do it like this, but I would do it like this. And so, I tried to fine tune all those bits. To, and, and I and I use this all the time. How not to do it is yeah. one of the biggest. I think the one the yeah, biggest definitely. thing to learn from mm. is particularly when you are in an industry or whatever industry, whatever wherever you go definitely. and seeing and going. Yeah, you do. You do a good job, but. I wouldn't do it that way, yeah. and uh, and and being where you were in a perfect position to see how everybody was doing yeah. it, and then sort of think about how you would do it differently. Well, that was the beauty because you know you're you're from Right Move, um, and actually we were developing this product, so you kind of I kind of had access to everyone within businesses that I wanted to talk to, and I could see all their systems, I could see the way that leads came in, I yeah. could see the way they responded to yeah. them. I went out on viewings with people, I saw the after service, I saw valuations, what happened after that. Yeah, I saw the whole process of someone putting an offer in, what happened to that person through that journey yeah and so that was 18 months worth of me just just looking and watching stuff going well if i did it like that it would that would fit better it would flow better or yeah. th- there seems to be problems here well how would you fix those problems and, and was so it, i was starting to piece it together in my mind in terms even of what before, I can do it. before before you sort of really so you're already sort of starting to formulate an idea yeah you? well i'll start i was starting to ask a question i think the, the thing that was starting to probe me in my mind was that i was starting to question the business owners in terms of why do you do it like this you know, yeah you know just little things like the valuer goes out on a valuation meeting he gets he gets the valuation they've bought into him that person has trusted them with let's say a 500 grand house they really like him yeah he is then removed from the process forever yeah. because his job is to value properties but but they've bought into him yeah so the relationship already is kind of disjointed because the guy that was going to help them all the way through who's promised them all this stuff yeah actually isn't going to deliver any of that stuff he's relying on someone else to deliver it mm. i felt quite risky yeah um unless you've got like an uber amazing team so so that was problem number one problem number two felt like well this how do you connect with someone? So every business seems to be nine to five, but nine to five is when I work. Yeah. So if I want to speak to you, how do I speak to you? Well, there didn't seem to be any access to that in terms of, well, who do you speak to then? Yeah. yeah. Um, and all the way through these journeys, there seemed to be that there was problems, whether it was searches or offers or negotiating offers. Yeah. And in the end, then it came down to, well, who are you going to trust in this process when it gets to negotiating your house? Yeah. You know, if you've got to take a lower offer than you want to take, are you going to trust you'd probably trust that guy at the start but he's he's not been doing the viewing so it's probably not going to be him you're going to trust the people who've been showing around the house well 
if you've met them maybe yeah but if you haven't met them or if there's four of them yeah and, and different people so it's like well that feels quite a big thing that if you're going to talk to someone about negotiating money off the house Absolutely. or what offer to take or what's the best offer to take or look i just want some advice what do you think i should do whether it be reducing my price do you really feel like you're kind of you've got the trust to be able to have that conversation mm. with someone so that felt like a big thing too and and all the way along these alarm bells are going off in my mind kind of going well the whole process seems to be kind of disjointed and that, yeah. and I think that's what makes it really hard for home movers that you kind of have to keep picking stuff up I mean it's not let's face it everybody says it's the most the most stressful thing you ever do mm. um, uh, I don't think it's just just buying I think moving full yeah. stop full stop is the actual move itself is a fucking nightmare to be yeah. honest I hate moving um, it, it goes on for weeks doesn't it so yeah. not only have you got the, the, the you know the pre-thinking about the whole bloody process you've got to go through which takes two or three months anyway and if mm-hmm. you don't have somebody there to hold your hand yeah not being funny when I bought properties, I'm, I literally managed the whole process yeah. myself. Um, obviously, I wouldn't if it was coming with you and we made moved to Cambridge because yeah. I, I love the properties that uh, you, you show. But I've I've managed it genuinely mm. because it's been easier for me yeah. to just grab stuff and yeah. go and run with it than it has been allowed because because people don't they don't give a shit. Three yeah. weeks you don't hear anything and they could have done things. It's not that you couldn't have done things. Mm. And I look from some of the turnarounds that you're doing. Yeah. It's a much slicker process. It's, it's, the thing is, is that people don't move house every day and they don't move every house every year. And the yeah. average cycle is probably, what, seven to ten years? Yeah. So it's, it's actually really daunting. And yeah. So that's the first thing to appreciate, that you're you're basically giving up the thing that you love. You yeah. know, I haven't met anyone yet who doesn't love their house, whether yeah. it's 100 grand or whether it's 2 million. Yeah. People love their house. It's their pride and joy. Mm. And you're giving that up. So already that's a difficult thing to do. Sure. And then we do get attached to things. Yeah, and, and people are really proud of their homes, and they should be. You know, they're lots of money. You won't ever spend more money on anything yeah. unless you're kind of super rich. Yeah. So on that basis, it, it's, it's an emotional thing already. It's stressful thinking about moving into another house. Yeah. Um, and then you're moving into a process that you might have forgotten or you don't understand. Yeah. It can be scary. Yeah. You hear horror stories about people pulling out. What do you yeah. do? You know, and it, it, from that basis, it, it's actually... It's made to be quite difficult because, in in my view, I mean, the reason I set up business was I felt that there was a, a need for someone to take some control of the whole process. Yeah. And that's why I call ourselves a full service agent because, for me, I, I never leave the process of our clients. It's why we can't look after lots of customers. It's why we're quite niche. It's because you have to be able to commit that you can take that person from the day that they put their house on the market yeah. to the day that they, you give them the keys to their new house. Yeah. And it needs to have that continuity all the way through. Yeah. Um, and and that, that was the biggest gap that I saw. There were other gaps in terms of marketing and all that stuff, but that was the biggest thing in terms of you can make the process a lot easier by just owning it. And owning it means one person owning it. And I think you've, I think what you learnt over those years is exactly that, though, yeah. isn't it? Um, and the reviews that you get speak volumes for what you do. Yeah, well, the, I mean, the the nicest thing about the nicest thing about setting the business up is that the people people because you work so, I work so closely with people. You know, yeah. there's, there's like Nikki at Hillside, there's Simon Nelly at Brick Bar. They these people become like your friends in yes. the end because you really want them to. You want to get them as much money as you can. Yeah, but actually. You want them to kind of be really pleased that they made the decision to go with you and that you delivered on the things that you said. Yeah. Now, that's probably a business thing where you kind of go, you set up a business, you want everyone to kind of go, God, he's really, that, was, that was really, really good. But that was a real big drive for me in terms of people getting to the end of it going, I'm, I'm really glad I made that decision. Yeah. And thankfully, so far, we're able to deliver that stuff and deliver it quicker. I'm very well. I mean, really well. Uh, the, honestly, the reviews are, are incredible. Yeah, I, I don't... You, 
I don't know. Of, I, I mean, you know, as you said, I'm always interested in property. I always keep an eye on it. And you don't, I just don't see people getting the results you do as quickly as you do. Bearing in mind that you have been running since March. Mm. Okay, you've got a huge background in it. It's very different doing from, from, from what you were doing before, isn't it? Yeah. Um, uh, and we're going to talk after the break about what you do in your spare time, which I know maybe isn't quite as much as you'd like to. Yeah, but I was uh, say, what's that? <laughs> what spare time? Yeah. I, I, listen, I don't think we get enough of that. I think it's something we're going to need to need to address in the next twelve months for sure. Definitely. Um, but in your fir- the first year is always going to be one of those most difficult, anyway, isn't mm. it? But uh, but so far, mate, so good. Thank you, mate. Um, so we're going to come back after great break and, and find out what you do do in your spare time. Essence Business Radio, powered by Forge Management. <laughs> anyway, so look, I just literally said, just record, even even if we're still laughing. <laughs> Uh, so I think what we've just decided is we're gonna we're gonna do some podcasts um, and just record just record shit basically. I think that'd be, that'd be funny, wouldn't it? Well, I think there's been more better content. There's been a bit stopping. So uh, so watch out for that. Um, so we covered uh, right move, which I think was a re- like a really interesting subject. I wasn't really expecting cool. to go down that path. Um, and uh, and we, we'll get to spare time. So apart from JB, apart from doing podcasts <laughs> what do you do what do you do in your spare time do you do anything in your spare I time I dream about podcasts you do? <laughs> yeah. you dream about spare time yeah I do yeah yeah at the moment this I mean this year um yeah spare time has been probably just being with um the missus and and the boy yeah um yeah it's been few and far between you know kind of six seven day weeks um so, but you know, in the spare time, seeing your mates, haven't seen them as much as I'd like to. You yeah. know, football and all those bits and pieces. But I mean, I don't know, don't know. You're in the same sort of boat as me. Yeah. You know, what what have you? And you know, spare time. Have you had much of it this year? <sighs> Not as much as I would have liked. And I think mm. even when I have had spare time. Okay, Navenka's given me a shake in the head over there. That's very definite, actually. Might actually have to speak for one. Um I don't think we've actually had anything really we've had a few moments we've, where we've done things however with the spare time your mind's always elsewhere it's yeah always I felt guilty about, yeah, yeah you yeah. feel guilty for not addressing the business items mm. that you think I've got to do that I've got to do that that can't wait till Monday mm. but really and truly actually if you took the time which you have to learn to do is if you actually take that break and go back you're actually yeah. able to focus and do it better it's, it's so hard because on both sides you can you can see that, yes, you've got to do it and you've got to put in those extra hours to 100%, but you've got to have those moments where you sit down and think, I've got to breathe, I've got to relax. Yeah, I don't think I'm very good at that. Oof, very profound. I mean, she doesn't say anything and then suddenly comes in with that. It was worth the wait. It was, it was worth the wait. <laughs> Over and out. <laughs> no, I, you know, you're absolutely right. I mean, we've The, the times that we've probably taken, uh, taken time, spare time, I would call it spare time, is when we've been... Not forced to, but when we've been invited to go to something, yeah. and I have to, you know what? Honestly, before going, I'm going. I, I can't go. I, I've, I've got things to do. Yeah. And we we got invited to a premiere, which yeah. you know uh, about the rise of the foot soldier, um, Marbella, which I think was a great film. Um, controversial. Some people think it's great. Some people are not sure. But I, I thought it was great. I think it was it, it, the sort of film it was. But we went along to that. And um, but what was it like before? Before before I went, I was like, I, I'm, I can't go. I've got things to do. Genuinely, mm-hmm. I was thinking a whole night out. Plus, I'm going to have a drink yeah. then I'm going to be hung over the next yeah. day and um, we had this conversation mm. a little while ago it, you do you're right it's, it's, mm. it's, a, it's a, almost like a pre-guilt 
bizarre. Yeah. Very. Um, so no, spare time has not been. Oh no, I'm not saying we haven't done anything on weekends. We have barbecues. I know people have seen that, and you've seen, yeah. you know, uh, you know, yeah, posts and things like what that. What I but... don't see behind the scenes is is actually you're also in the office. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> you know, whilst yes, we have had lovely barbecues, <laughs> and yes, you have had a few moments in the pool, but. Between that, you're at the laptop. Yeah. You're well, I've on seen your videos you're doing sort of half 11 at night going, oh, okay, you know, it's, it, other people are doing it too, but it's the bit people don't see. You yeah. can't, it's not, it's hard to switch off. Yeah, yeah, really I found hard, it yeah. really hard to switch off this what? year, which is probably hard for my missus, mm. I guess. Yeah. I don't yeah. know whether that makes it easier that you're both in it together, but. I think Ooh. it's all. I think it's always hard. Depends which day you catch us on. Because yeah. <laughs> I, I feel sorry for my missus really because she gets the real rough end of the deal. Because yeah, but I think know. on both sides, I think you have to look at it on the outside side. You, you, both of you are going to feel, no matter what, if you're in the business or not together, you're going to feel a bit distant because it's it's the focus. You know, mm. you've got to do it. You know, the other person has. Well, to I do couldn't it. do it without her. Yeah, you know, because she does. You know, she does everything. You know. Yeah. Can't mm. I can't do anything about that? So, sure, you know, mm. but it must be hard because you're there, but you're not really there. If you know what I mean. Mm. Yeah. So what would you? I mean, given the given the time and uh, you know and the money, because it's you know let's face it, there's a monetary value to yeah. time, isn't there? Obviously, mm. what would what would you do? Is there anything you would do? Anything you choose to do? I, I mean, think you, I got. You're not, you're I not playing got, football, don't you? Yeah. So I'm too old for that now. I'm knees are gone. Shut uh, up! You're too old. What's the matter with you? Too old. <laughs> um, I'd like to go on more holidays. <laughs> That's like, it. That's I'd it. Like, too old. We'll just move on from that. I'd like to go on more holidays. Yeah. Because um, I think that's the time when you properly de-stress. Sure. If I'm in the UK, I yeah, I have my phone with me. It's too, it's too easy to open your laptop. Yeah. I think the only time that I have that I switch off where I never take my phone and never take my laptop is when I go away. Yeah. So, I really like, so, do. I really. Yeah. yeah uh, that's always see, the rule. I still do. Yeah. So that's the rule. If you go away, I go away. Right. So. Um, <laughs> That's yes, <laughs> so I would, I would, I would do that more definitely yeah. because yeah. I think that one, I probably need that too. The family needs it, and that's yeah. and that's quality time. Yes, of course. So it's it not is. like going, oh, let's go out on a Sunday because my mind's still not really there. I think yeah. going away for a week. But being away for a week and properly I think, away, properly yeah. away from everything and not do anything at all. That'll be that'll be my aim. That next year that we'll do that, you know, try and do that once a quarter where you know we'll go and we'll go and spend some quality time for a few days yeah. without distractions. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's always my long term aim. And 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 where? Come on, where would you fancy? <clears throat> well, I hate flying. Do you? you? Well, you know that I hate flying. Well, okay, yeah. We just um, drink. We I'm terrible. Eat, but I have to be honest with you, it's more difficult now I mean, to get to to drink. And get on a plane now, isn't it? They don't like it if you're I drunk, don't know. do they? I don't know. I've done it pretty well. I mean, <laughs> there's, there's a story that isn't for this podcast about how, how I proposed to Victoria. Uh, oh, really? Uh, yeah. Um, so we won't do that for Okay, minute. yeah. Well, That's uh, now I'm time. really intrigued, but yeah. we will definitely be able doing yeah. a, let's doing a, late, a late, night, the late night show. Yeah, let's just say that it was in a Heathrow car park as opposed to uh, in New York. Right, okay. So, um, okay. so I hate flying, but I, I, I just, I would like to... It doesn't really matter where it is for me. Okay. I just like to spend more time with with the family, but away from just no distractions. I think that would be nice. I think that's something good to good to, to aim, aim for. for for everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is that is that is, would you say that's like a goal? Is that is that a sort of a goal for the for, for like the next year or so? Or ultimately, is you just like to spend more more time doing doing those sort of things? Is that what you would like uh, to do? I think I'd like to have more of a work life balance. Yeah, you know where kind of you know if I'm working, I'm working. And yeah. if I'm at home, I'm at home. Yeah, and it, you know. It's too easy for everything to be all-consuming, yeah. And without kind of going, no, no, that's work, yeah. And that's home life. Yeah, and at yeah. the moment, it, it's there is, too far the one way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it just it becomes a melting pot of one, doesn't it's it? Not, to be honest, I don't think it's sustainable to have that 
all the time. Yeah. So, you know, I have to make, I cl- clearly, you know, the first year you kind of go through that stuff. But if that was going to be like that for the next 10 years, it wouldn't work. I'd probably. See, I'm a bit, I'm a bit funny like that. I, I can, I've, I've always mixed it up a little bit. Even, even when I used to go, you know, obviously, you know, going back to the video games industry, I obviously do a lot of traveling, going abroad yeah. and go to Dubai sort of, you know, once a year and stuff. I, I actually quite liked going to Dubai, walking around the pool, doing deals on the phone. I mean, yeah. I can't, but I like that sort of mix of the two. Mm. Could you do that with what we're doing in our businesses these days? Not the same. Trading slightly different. If you're sort of buying and selling something, you're speaking to somebody, you've got to do. It's maybe not quite the same. I think you need to concentrate a bit more on what we're both doing these yeah. days in business. It's a little bit different. Plus, you've got to be. You've got to be have an autonomous business to allow you to be able to do that. Yeah, I think. I think the most important thing is if you've got a family that you have to appreciate that there is more important things. Yeah. That, you know, as much as the business matters, the fam- my family comes first over everything. Yeah. Yeah. So sure. if I'm going away to be with the family. I should be going away being the family. There's nothing that urgent. You're a nice someone guy, else. aren't you? Well, I just think that's the right thing. It you is know? the right and, thing. You know, it's 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 too it's too easy to be really really selfish, which yeah. I was before I had Lennon. Yeah. But kind of, I didn't want to have Lennon to be that kind of person that wasn't really there. Yeah. A bit like my dad, you know, yeah. in terms of you know he was there but he wasn't really there. Yeah. So I didn't yeah. really want that. Yeah. You know, so um, you you have to make you have to try and make that work. It's not easy. That's it. That, that's a very soft side of you. It's nice, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, don't pass it on. Edit that bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you're right, and uh, and I've I've. I've, over the years, I've always had a hard, harsher look on, th- on things. And the I thing think... is, I'm not very good at it. So that's me saying that's what I'd like to do. Yes. I'm, not, I'm not very good at executing that plan. My, if if yeah, Victoria but... was here now, she'd go, yeah, but you don't do any of those things. Yeah, but then, but 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 the, the thing is, you know that, you want to do it, and actually part of the purpose, by the sounds of it, what you're doing right now is to get to the point where you can do that. Mm. So it is, a, it is a goal, yeah, isn't it? Definitely. You know? um, and, you know, I, I was going to say, I've always been harsh over the years and go, yeah, but I, you know, I can mix it all up and do this and that. But I have to be honest with you, when it comes to key and time, I probably feel less guilty about not sat in the office. Mm. Uh, although I, this last weekend, I was guilty for sitting in most of it. I had to do it. I had no choice. Um, but the weekends that I that I know, okay, look, I've got to step away. I've got to do so. I've got to go for a bike. Get on the mountain bikes, honestly. Yeah, I'm su- I superb. Yeah, but Because... I can't take. I can't look at my bloody phone. Mm. I can't look at take my laptop. I have got to get away. And he wants to go deer stalking or whatever the hell we're going to talk. And we're literally chasing deer yeah. through woodland. Honestly, it's really nice to do that, and mm. it's nice to step away and do that. And I think you've got to, you know, what Novenka was saying. You have got to make that time. That's the thing I hate about mobile phones because I wouldn't be without mine because my life's on it. Yeah, but I hate it. Yeah, because it, it's this permanent reminder of things Always that you haven't there. done. It's like it's like. Oh, yeah, but I've just got something to do. I don't think people. I've have... thought of two things while we've been doing this yeah. that I should have done. Right. To be honest, and it's just like, <laughs> you know, I know I've got a missed call in there. That it's like, oh, as soon as I get in the car, you know, I'm gonna. Do... But it, you, it doesn't allow you to switch off. Yeah, I don't no, because think... you, no, because you can do whatever you need mm. to do whenever you need to do it. But people are contacting you all the time. Yeah. So it's a constant reminder. So I, I need to be good. My my main aim is to actually be able to at some point put, put that the down phone down. Really. And not and not look at it. Wow. Um, I do know people that switch them off at night. You know, literally switch well, them can't. off. So that, I mean, that's part of the business in no, terms of do, you know. Yeah. P- I, I speak to a lot of my vendors on WhatsApp at night and yeah. all that stuff. That's how I communicate. Yeah. But yeah. I do need to find a way of being able to you know not be so reliant on this this world because I think it's quite damaging. I think you've just got to have to embrace it. I don't know if it's in dam- damaging, but without it, you'd be, you'd yeah. be fucked, wouldn't it? Really, wouldn't mm. you? To be fair, well, so. if you if you lost your phone today, I mean, if I lost my phone today, I would be. I, I don't know what I'd do. Yeah, no, it's horrible. It is horrible, and and it doesn't happen very often. But mm. when it does, it does happen. It's like the end of the world, isn't yeah. it? 
Mm. Um, okay, so so we're really coming back to spare time. Yeah, I'm not, not sure we covered spare yeah, time. Yeah, I don't think we did, to be honest. Well, I think we did. I just made a load of excuses <laughs> as to reason why I don't get any. <laughs> but you are going to next year, and I've got a feeling that when, when we when we sit down and do another one of these, we're going to be talking about the fact that you did get some spare time. And uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we might forget this one. No, you will. Know. Literally, let's touch some wood. Right, you are definitely going to be getting some spare yeah. time next year we, we've got to make it we've got to make it we'll make a pact here right. yeah, let's, well let's, you do it as well yeah we'll do it yeah, yeah. we'll do it okay let's see spare time. and I'd like to know about your holiday destination doesn't matter where it is okay. we'd like to hear about that yeah okay. Yeah, 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 we'll find out. Yeah, definitely. But also the autonomous business, to be able to step away from your business, that is like a big, big, big mm. thing. Yeah, and it is. And I think that's... You know, last time I committed to something, I, we ended up getting a puppy. Oh, God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> that's a really good thing. Yeah, so there's your spare time. Mm, yeah. And what was your, and what puppy did you get? We got a little cavapoo. A cavapoo. Yeah. Now, this is really not making me come across. <laughs> <laughs> you bet you're a real person. You are real. Uh, a ca- so what was it? A cavapoo is a mix between a cavalier. Yeah, I think it's a King Charles cavalier. Okay. A spaniel and a, yeah. a, a poodle. Well, it's like a little teddy bear. Yeah. A little teddy bear. Yeah. Okay, so I'm, I'm, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm I, can't, man. I can't say I'm the biggest dog lover. I think I may have committed to maybe having a cat in the near future. But, uh, yeah, you want to get a dog, they're more personable. Yeah, I mean, but it's quite good having one. We've done that chat about you don't like other people's dogs, but well, yeah, I know it's it, no, that was kids, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but no, I listen. I it's I grew up with dogs. I just I, I struggle to see how they would fit in, and I, I, that, a, that's it, me being com- selfish. It's a commitment. They are like having a child. Yeah, so. yeah. But you're I, always here. Yeah, so they'd fit in really well. <sighs> True. Uh, yeah, but dogs in offices. I'm definitely not. A, I'm not. A, I'm not a lover of dogs in offices. You know, it's good for the karma, apparently. It's good uh, yeah, for the zen. I've, I have heard that. Mm, yeah, it's good for the zen. Mm. What? How? Though? They have um, emotional support dogs. Come yeah. on, I need to know. You, you can't get onto subjects, I, and I now need to know why. I don't know. I mean, they, um, they, they are more. Into, <laughs> you don't know. No, I don't know. They are more into. <laughs> so they read your emotions. So they read how. Who does? The animals a do. So this is why horses do oh, as well. No, horses. A, do, a horse reads your emotions. Yes, they do. I'm right. Okay, I want to hear from everybody on this. Does a horse read your emotions? Okay, I'm, there's so been a lot of horse okay, lovers. So I can imagine a racehorse in there. Trotting around. We're with, with rehabilitation, um, with, <laughs> there is, with prisoners and so on. Okay. They really do work with them because they read your emotion. And actually, do you know what? When you're there and it's your body language and how you're, you stroke What them. horses are we talking no, about? No, dogs and horses. <laughs> That's why you have emotional support dogs. I can see that with a dog because they're quite... They're all, oh. yeah. See, I would have said that about a cat... Because cats, 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 cats I know cat, but cats look out, look after themselves. But if they, if if you're not feeling good, and I go back many years ago, like twenty years ago, mm. and I um and and I split up with somebody, and you know, in a bad sort of six months or so, uh, the cat that I had used to come and lay on my chest and li- literally purr, and and I'd be cool. Because it, she could sense it, and I'm not being funny, right? Because I'm not a big, big animal lover, you know. I, you know, however that may shock people, uh, but I'm not. And but it, she genuinely did do that, and it literally did calm me as well. So, tone so you might be right. You is, might be right. It is because they, you can't speak cat, you can't speak dog. How, how do you is, know? I just well, can't speak. Yeah, cat. speak for yourself. I'm, I'm, fluent in I'm fluent in cat. <laughs> I've seen your CV. I know you can't. Yeah. So, I have lied on my CV quite a lot. So they, how they read it is through your emotions and your tone of voice and everything. So that is how they pick it up. Wow. Well, we've gone into some subjects this evening so far, haven't we? That wasn't on your list. No, it wasn't on my list. But I'm gonna I'm gonna write it down. Cats and dogs. It's raining. Dog whisperer. Mm. 
Okay, all right. So, do you know what we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna sort of break, take a, a short break again, and uh, we'll see you back in a moment. S Business Radio, powered by Forge Management. Um, yeah, so, uh, so, where, 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 what, 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 what do you wrap up on that last one? Oh, flustered now. Oh, all sorts of images. So um, it was which... on, um, it was about ta- how you spend your spare time. Oh, yeah. We and were. we got a bit And we didn't talk anim- about that at all. And we got a bit onto animals, but we were going to mm. move swiftly on from that subject about... Yeah, we were. Yeah, we are, definitely. We got, <laughs> okay, so getting back on subject, um... The journey, which uh, which we've been through a little bit of the journey, uh, and uh, you know the right move journey, and <coughs> what you took there, and we and we did cover a little bit, which which um, which probably would have been left a bit later, but it's nice to just have that sit back and relax chat. Um, so, I think I asked you before about what you wanted to do different, what your disruption was going to be into your marketplace. You've sort of covered that a little bit, actually, I suppose, when we we're talking about right move and uh, and understanding. You know, I, I say this: how not to do it. So, you know, going with what other people were doing in a, in a way that you would, you think you could do better, yeah. or or you considered would be a better way of doing it. Um, so, what was it that sort of that, that you want to do that, that does make a difference? I mean, what are you? I know you are making a difference in what you're doing, but what is it that set you on that path to going? Okay, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do, you know, going to set up and probably a num- probably a number of things. I guess the first is that having moved a few times over the last few years, uh-huh. you can kind of feel that things aren't necessarily as good and I'd used a number of different agents locally and kind yeah. of the same the same problem that we discussed in the first part of the podcast is the reality of moving house yeah if there isn't someone taking ownership of that journey for you, you yeah know, it's really really hard there's lots of moving parts the thing is it's really complicated moving house that's the first thing to get clear yeah and you know if, you have some cheap fee estate agents out there. That's not a good thing for the marketplace because it devalues how hard it is. Yeah, it's really, really hard. And you know that's 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 the problem with it. I think that you know, and I'm coming from you know in terms of so in our business, for instance. So to answer your question, for me, it was about taking responsibility for every single client that comes on the market. Sure. So what, so what does that mean? Well, that means that I go and meet every single client. Every single client has access to me whenever they want. Yeah. Every single one of the vendors, both the husband and the wife, if it's the husband and the wife, are in that WhatsApp. It's not a phone call where, you know, you'll kind of go, oh, I'll speak to John, and John passes it on to Sandra. Yeah. And Sandra goes, oh, I'm not involved in the process. Everyone is involved in the process. Yeah. I do all the viewings. I do all the follow-ups with them. Yeah. Um, I do all the sales chasing with them. We sit down. We talk about the negotiation of the price. Yeah. If they need, if there's a survey and we need to organise a builder, we get the builder around. Sure. We, I like to think that I take ownership of the whole process and they only ever have to talk to me. Yeah. So when it comes to things like negotiating price, when it gets to conversations about what's the right thing for you to do, yeah. let's find you a house and all those bits and pieces, they hopefully were in that place where we've built trust they understand that i'm on their side to try and deliver them the best result possible yeah and at our core for me it's about delivering the best service yeah generating people as much money for their house as physically possible yeah there is no better feeling for us which we've been fortunate to do quite a few times now sure where you know that they are they they kind of want x for their yeah. house and you are able to deliver y yeah there is no better feeling exceeding those expectations sure and for, for me i want that to be the norm of what we deliver yeah 
it's really, really hard work, and that's why we can't work with lots of people at any one time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we have to work with a certain number. So you will have estate agents out there that will have 60, 70, 80 properties. I don't think we're ever going to be that agent. Yeah. You know, we are niche for people that kind of go into this, kind of go in, I maybe I find it a little bit daunting. Mm-hmm. I want someone to really, really help me through this sure. all the way. Yeah. Um, and this is this is what that looks like. And you know that's what I want our business to be. I don't believe it might not be for everyone, and that's absolutely fine. That's yeah, really, of course. That, that's cool for us. Yeah. Um, it's a big marketplace. Yeah, it's a big marketplace. We don't need to take over the world. Mm-hmm. But actually, what I want it to be is this kind of sanctuary for people where they go i know i can trust him i know he's got my best interests at mm-hmm. heart i know he's going to do the right thing by me and he'll deliver the results sure and i think if we do those things we're probably going to have a, a good business oh, um you, you, you already have and it's just going to grow yeah i just think there's lots of different types you know we just talked about the cheap fee estate agents i think that's really bad i think that's really bad for pe- the, the industry i think it's bad for clients it's really complicated in, you know, in any in any industry to be fair i mean yeah. there's and a lot of people do think that that's that's the way to, mm. to buy themselves into a market isn't they yeah. it isn't i don't think it's the answer to be honest che- cheap is never better no. in my in my opinion so, no. that, so, that, so that's not good unless and you're going to little yeah. there are other supermarkets available i love Audi actually uh. but um, <laughs> so you know so so that's so that's not good for an industry and that's that that model's been created because unfortunately there's also the other type of estate agents where they only care about putting properties on the market yeah they want to collect as many properties as they can they sign people into long 16 20 24 week contracts yeah and we've spoken about that it's mental i mean you know as we said if they've got if they're confident they can sell which of course is their thing you know we can sell it for you yeah as you're saying, why the hell be tied into, t- yeah, into I, it at I, all? I, w- I would say to I would say to anyone that is you know if anyone's still listening, um, <laughs> you know I would say, I would say to anyone, look if you're getting estate agents out, there, there's some things that you should really talk to them about. The first is is that um, what is your marketing plan and what do you intend to do for me over the next four to six weeks? To good question. That we find a Very buyer, good question. Yeah, and understand what it is that they're actually going to do for you. Yeah. The second is to understand what their responsibility is for you you know who's going to look after you and when what does that what does that look like yeah. is that person just going to value your home and disappear who is going to who's going to look after you through that relationship because that's hugely important yeah you know too many houses fall through because of lack of control and almost people getting nervous and that shouldn't happen um and the third is is that if an agent is really, really confident about the service they're going to offer, why do they need to con- uh, kind of tie you into a 24-week contract mm. when the average time to sell in our area is about 69 days? Yeah. So, for instance, and we're going to open, I'm going to open myself up here, but we don't have a contract with our clients yeah. because people should want to want, want to work with us based on the things that we're able to deliver. And if we deliver those things, people won't want to leave us. Yeah. And touch wood, that hasn't happened yet. Of course. Um, but that puts me under pressure to be able to deliver for people. And if I it don't, does. then it's their house, not mine. Yeah. I shouldn't hold them to ransom going, oh, well, you signed your contract and then you get. So I disagree with that fundamentally. Yeah. But I think that, you know, it's an education piece for people in terms of there are other options out there. Not all estate agents work in the same way. Yeah. And you probably need to spend more time questioning your agent about what it is that they're going to do for you and what their responsibility is through the entire process. It's not just about getting you an offer on your house. You're not even halfway there at that point. Getting you through from sale to completion is the hardest bit. It is. And you need the expertise of people to, to get to get you there. So they're my big things. They're the big things for us as a business that um, I think are the most important and we just need to 
be as good or top of class in all of those segments in terms of we make sure we market our house better than everyone else that's, yeah. we're striving to do that that we're able to negotiate better than anyone else because we've created demand yeah. the more demand you get the higher the price you can get and then actually that we create this after sales world where actually people aren't stressed out they're not worried about what's going on they're not left in the dark they're kind of this clarity in terms of where they are in the process and yeah. when things are going to happen and I think if we do those things we'll, we'll be okay I, I, I know you're going to be okay um, I'm talking about the marketing side I mean this is this is, this is is an interesting um, avenue that you've gone down and I, and I love the way you're doing this thank you um, the, the video videographing that's not even a word, is it? Videography. The vi- videography. <laughs> the videography. The videographying. Yeah, that's next year. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's that's. I mean, it's superb. And Thank you've you. got. You've clearly got a very good partner. The, yep. the, the you know the, the guy that you work with, mm. lady, male, female. Yeah, Jack. But, but uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely superb. Mm. It needs to be congratulated mm. on yeah, the work fantastic. he does. Um, and I don't know whether you've been lucky or whether you've just drawn the right people toward towards you to do to work with this stuff. But what you, the vision you have, and obviously he has as well, works very, very well. Mm. Uh, now, we've talked about this, mm. and it does take you on a journey. And yeah. I think, um, uh, you know, we'll be, we'll be putting in um, some details about your business so people can click on that, um, which uh, there'll be a, probably a button down below or around here somewhere. Um, so people can have a look at, the, look at the things that you do. Oh, and if you're in the Cambridge area, what the area that you cover yeah, exactly? So we, we probably call it cover uh, Huntingdonshire, as I, what I'd say. But, you know... One so be- I was wrong. It's not Cambridge, is it? Well, we're based in Cambridge here. Okay. Uh, but we're kind of looking after like a smaller. smaller so that's patch. your. So okay, that's your. That's yeah. your patch. Um, but the interesting thing is, since we started, is that I've now started to speak to lots. Lots of people have come to us and asked us questions, both buyers, sellers, and actually other states about what we're doing too. So yeah. if there is anyone that ever wants to kind of ask any questions yeah. or is nervous or, or wants to ask about sort of what they should ask their estate agent then please do get in touch because yeah. as much as we're really busy doing our business we are here to help people even if there's nothing for us kind of necessarily from a business perspective to yeah. gain because if you do the right thing well, that, you never that know. pays dividends so. one, one day they, they, they maybe want to move your area you don't know do you I just think it's really I just think it's really hard I, I, I think People don't move all the time. And where do you go to get good advice, trusted advice? Um, there isn't, you know, where would you start? Where, you know, if, if you if you haven't moved for a long time, where would you go to understand I've, the process? I, genuinely, I'd come to you, mm. honestly. And I don't mean that because because I know you. But yeah. but if, if I had seen what you did and I didn't know you, I would I would, I would want to speak to you about yeah. it. One, you're, you're approachable. Um, you have a massive amount of knowledge from from the years you've been in it uh, but i think it's just seeing what you do as well and i think that's what you're, you've already said there's a lot of people that share things that you do yeah. and i think that's because of what how you go about it um it's real mate it's real i think it's it's i don't know whether it's because it's a, it's my son's name over the door it's my business but i just really i i believe it can be better and i and I, at my core i believe that one the the industry can be better in terms of the way that it delivers service to its clients. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, too many times, you know, people have come to me going, "I'm in a long contract. I've had three viewings. No one's talking to me." And That's I just they don't. I don't think they. I genuinely don't think these estate agents try. As you said, it's a numbers game. Yeah. They get as many people on the book, sixty, seventy, however many yeah. properties, to them. It's like having a car lot full of cars, and somebody's going to come and buy one, isn't it? Yeah. You know, it's the same analogy. It's the same thing, really. Yeah. Uh, they they're working on the numbers, yeah. and with you, the numbers don't need to be as great because you just give that quality specifically on each property. Well, and I, mean, I think that's that's the, uh, the thing. Is let's have it. You know, I'm going to have to sit here and go. We haven't sold every property that we've ever taken on. Yeah. What I can say is we put our heart and soul into every single one. Yeah. Um, and I love you know, to see. I love that honesty as well. <clears throat> 
Who the hell speaks like that? In, but, in... but some houses you just, you know, we, I mean, we've, we sell a good proportion of them and that's always good, but there are some houses that we've just really struggled to sell. Yeah. And that happens. Now, there's two trails of thought there, and the first is the kind of going, look, we'll give it every possible chance that we can to sell so our yeah. marketing strategy is the same for a five million pound house as it is for a 50 grand house yeah we follow the exact same process you got some 50 grand houses i wish i did um <laughs> we don't no, um, not. but you know it the principle is the same that yeah. actually we need to try as hard for that one as we do for all of them yeah, um yeah. because it's special to that person every yeah. customer deserves to feel special yeah it's the same reason i've never understood why only properties why some agents do professional photography on properties over 600,000. Mm. Never understood it. Why is that what they do? Yeah. So, really? for instance, if you've got a really you know top-end house, you'll get professional photography. But right. if you don't, you won't get it. Right. Well, we do it for everything because yeah. you, you need to make that house. The job is to make the house look as good as it can yeah, every of single time. Yeah, yeah. It's the same reason that we stage every single house that we go to. We ask people, we give people advice on maybe you want to declutter, maybe you want to put start preparing yourself to move. Yeah. It's the same reason that we ask people to kind of get themselves legally see prepared. That, well, see do. that, but that's that. See that just that level of detail is what makes the difference. Well, it, but 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 how many pictures have I, I? I'm not being funny, but I've seen pictures where people they've gone and taken. Mm. There's, there's loads of washing in the sink yeah. and stuff. Well, stuff out. Now I'm not being funny. Okay, yeah, it's real, and yeah. it, it might be, but but do we don't. If you're buying somewhere, you don't want to see it like that. You, do you? Have, don't look at the picture like that and think that's you're going to imagine that that's how you're going to live in your house. That's not what you want to do, is it? You you wouldn't you wouldn't you wouldn't kind of get up in the morning and take a picture of yourself on Instagram and go, look at me, I'm great. You know, so why would you well, show your property well, looking no, kind of not be. its best? But people, you know, <laughs> no, you look, I know but I if know. you look at Instagram, people show the best of themselves. Yes, of course they do, yeah. But on, when someone's taking a picture of a property on Rightmove, it's not always how the property can look its best. Yeah. It just doesn't make, it just doesn't make sense. Like, yeah. And, I can preach all this stuff about we're trying to change all this stuff, but it, it has to start at the core. It's really hard work to kind of save people from the get-go. Yeah. No, we need to get your house ready to sell. Yeah. You know, if you live in the house, you have to start preparing it ready for people to come and look at it. There's a big difference between living in a house and selling one. There is, definitely. And, oh, know, yeah, for sure. decluttering, making space for bits and pieces. And, you know, again, this, you know, it's, it's, it's a progress in, you know, process in terms of, the step-by-step things that you need to educate people with. It shouldn't just be a case of getting a property, sticking it on the market, hoping it sells, yeah. and hoping it gets through to completion. And unfortunately, I think that happens. I think people just do, they genuinely do. They just keep the fingers crossed and this hope it's all going to work, going to work. But they're, and they're just, they're just hoping it's going to. I, think, I don't think people have the intention that that's what they want their business to be. Yeah. But I kind of look at it and go, you can't offer great service to people with that amount of properties. It's impossible. Yeah, you no, know, you I, can't. I, I, I know how hard I work, and I don't work a normal day. Yeah. And some of these branches have got five, six, seven times the amount of property that we've got. Mm. And going, that is unsustainable. You will have unsatisfied customers who you won't have spoken to for a month yeah. if they haven't got viewings. Yeah. That's, that's, not, that's not right. In my opinion, that's not right. No. And, and some people will be listening to this and they'll probably go, well, I don't really mind. And some people will go, well, actually... I want more of that, but then, but that's which is why you, you've got your own, you've got a marketplace. Mm. But I do think there is a, a new breed of people in the in yeah. in your industry like like you that yeah. are starting to see things a bit differently. I think I think we definitely are. And we've had it, we've had this conversation. You know, you've got you've got the big boys who are mm. just literally churning these things over and don't really care mm. and are probably not really getting the best value for the property by not maintaining, but they just just want to turn it over. Yeah. Um, and then they've got you. Well, it, it, it's interesting because it's almost like. It feels like the right move, two thousand eight again, and yeah. you know, in terms I think of there is a, there is, you know, a, there is a, when the market's harder, you need an agent that's really going to fight for you, talk to 
you and advise mm. you about how you know in a good market where things are selling doesn't matter actually it'll just go through anyway and yeah. you'll probably be okay in tougher conditions actually you probably want someone to hold your hand you want yeah. someone to give you good advice i think so and i think you'll see more and more agents kind of realize that actually you got to work harder and be better to yeah. make sure that your clients are more satisfied because there's not the buyers out there yeah so you've got a you've got to find them you've got to work harder to find them yeah and b you kind of got to manage your vendors more because they still want to sell and they still want their house for as much money as they can and Absolutely. everyone believes their house is worth more than it probably is yeah so you've got to manage that too when the market's not necessarily <laughs> rising so there's lots of plates that you need to juggle yeah um and you know i think my belief is that the industry will go more towards this way because, i think so because every other industry is, has to be focused on service because that's how you retain clients you can't have clients just unhappy and expect to kind of have a long-standing business it just doesn't make sense yeah definitely and you found that that facebook has been a massive massive tool for what you're for what you're doing and i think anybody that's smart and um well actually you said you're a little surprised at actually that the, the the sort of pickup that you've had on on there yeah. as a platform um yeah i mean i, I mean i don't mind saying to people that are I don't think that I think we would have found it really, really tough about Facebook because sure. I, I had a I had a story and a belief in terms of what I wanted the business to be. Yeah. But if you can't tell anyone that and no one can actually see it, then it's almost pointless. Yeah. You can have the best book in the world, but you know if no one can actually read it, it's all it's, it's never going to be that. So. Facebook enabled me to be able to, one, talk to people directly, be interact with people. You know, the amount of people that I had that were in, in contract with other estate agents and we were never going to get their property. They were on the market for another 16 weeks in the contract. But yeah. just being able to speak to those people and go, I'd advise you to do this and I'd advise you to do that and here's yeah. some advice. And actually in the end they sold and it was really good and then they, they passed our details on for other people. Yeah. So, you know, so you actually helped people to sell properties yeah sometimes you know the right move thing has been really beneficial because you there's certain things that you look at when you look at it from a property marketing perspective you yeah know, that's what my background is aren't sure. you know, i mark well marketing properties yeah, yeah, yeah you know for in sure. terms of what is the best way to generate response on properties that's what we did yeah so you know i'd like to think that i'm pretty good at being able to go that looks really nice and that's the way to do that and that's the way to word these things yeah um and in the end, whether you're using Lennon James property or using anyone else, actually, if we can help more people move house, yeah. then that's a good thing for us to be able to do. Yeah. Don't, it shouldn't just be that we only talk to people who use our services. That's, that's, not, that's not necessarily a very good business strategy to have. So no. we're open to talk, even if you don't live in the area. If you just have questions and you want to talk to someone... Just because you want some advice, yeah. then people can always pick up the phone and call us. My, my number's available, my email address is available, people can just DM me on, on Facebook. And we'll, and we'll make sure those details are, details are available as well. Yep. Yes, definitely. And Thank they you. have to, have to, have to visit your page and watch those videos. Yeah. yeah. I'm not be funny, they give me some inspiration of what property I would like to have. Oh, I swear, honestly, you've got some great properties. We were talking about uh, was one, of your, one, of your, one of the properties you've got on, which is a converted, uh, converted hub, yeah. hub. Yeah, oh my. God, love that place. But I have to be honest, there's quite a, quite a lot of them, and I'm 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 sort of pleasantly surprised at actually the property prices that are, that are around the area, yeah. um, and the and the standard of, of property yeah. as well. Not just the pricing, but the standard yeah. of the finish of some of these properties is incredible. Yeah, I mean, we live we live. I mean, Cambridge is as you know, Cambridge Cambridge is lovely, but Cambridgeshire mm. is we're really fortunate. You know, we're 50 minutes from London. Yeah, it's a beautiful part of the world. Yeah. There's lots to do. Um, 
yeah, we're really fortunate. Some of the houses that we've marketed, it's been it's been a privilege because they just films. It's, you know, it's really they makes the job really easy. Yeah. They just mm. they just photo really well and they video really well, and it makes it makes the job more straightforward. Well, I was talking I was talking about you coming in the other day, and I mentioned mm. in the office, and I said uh, I said, Do you know what. I'm quite. I'm quite considering moving from Essex to to, to Cambridgeshire. Um, you should. I'm yeah, a good agent. Yeah. The yeah. Real, real problem is, is though, what we're going to do is we're going to have Cambridge, Cambridge uh, Business Radio. That's okay. Okay. And then we have to have Essex. And then we're going to have to have Essex, Essex, Essex in Cambridge. We could do Essex in Cambridge. Does that work? Or Essex slash Cambridge. I think we're Essex. just going to have to have UK Business Radio. Oh, oh. I tell you what. This this works really well. <laughs> so we've got. Essex, so at the moment it's EBR, which people thought was going to be Elliot Brown Radio. Quite a few people thought that, didn't they? Um, when I was sort of mm. drop, dropping the name. What, was, it, was it going to be that until the no, backlash? No, 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 initially, <laughs> yeah, like, damn, because, initially because Forge Management was, is sponsoring it, we were going to call it Forge, um, Forge Radio, Forge Management Radio, but it was a, bit, a little bit long. I think with Essex, it seemed better to be as we're here. Um, but no, it works quite well because as it, it was going to be EBR, right, Elliot Brown Radio, because it's ECB, that's my middle name anyway, so it could be like... Oh, oh. What? So we're going to have what people guessing when we do this. If well, not really, because I'm talking about it now, so that doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be like, the time so has come. E- ECB radio. I, mean, which, I, think it's, I think the time you, is coming. Would you really move to Cambridge? Do you know what? I, the, the proper, I'm, I'm not being funny, because if I can't be the only person that does this, but there are, you, lot, you know a lot of people. And there's got to be people that, are, because a lot of people are sharing what you're doing as well, there will be people outside of your area. Oh, we've had loads. That, so, will, that uh, will be looking and going, holy shit, I, I could be buying, buy, you could, because we'll get a lot more for your money up there. Yeah. Well, that's why the social media marketing in terms of the videos, I mean, that's why ultimately we create the videos, because, you know, right moves a great business as it is, actually. You are but only if you search for that area. Yeah, and you are you are relying on people, kind of sending you leads, really, and, mm. and that's not particularly proactive. That didn't necessarily sit that well with me in terms of I didn't feel like I was doing anything. Yeah, so, um, the videos allowed us to go and really kind of target different areas. Um, and you know, if I look if I look back on some of our properties that we sold, we've had multiple from London, multiple from Brighton, really, um, and those bits and pieces because a the links into London are really really first class. Yeah. It's a really, it's a really nice place to live, and mm. actually, it's a lot more affordable versus the southeast in London, where you've had the massive property booms. Yeah, you know, we some areas well, still really expensive, but not in comparison. I mean, just recently, two guys have moved from a flat into a, like a seven hundred and fifty beautiful cottage. Yeah. It's the journey you take people on, though, because when I watch mm. your videos and I'm looking at them, I'm like, oh my god, I feel like I've been at that yeah. property. I, I, I literally, I'm taken through every. That's step. the idea. That's the idea. Yeah, though, I, want, I, want, I want people to fall in love with them. You know, my my view was always that you know, I wish that people only viewed one house in a day, but unfortunately mm. they don't. They, view, they mm. you know, you're booking to view three or four, and I wanted people to kind of go, yeah, but this is the one I really want to view. Yeah, yeah. Often, and that was always the feeling that I kind yeah. of, and I want, and I also wanted vendors to go. You know, people who are using our services to go, God, he really is really care. They really mm. care about the way mm. that they they've shown my property. It looks mm. so much better. You know, on the list of ones on right, if it looks the best, you know, I want I wanted it everyone to feel special for it's using not, us. It's not just a, a wide uh, is it a wide angled lens they use? Yeah, it? it's not it's not just that. It's how you. <laughs> no, but it isn't. It isn't. It's it's, it's not. It's, it's not, the it's journey like, yeah. you take the person on. When I watch those videos, because obviously we we've, we've looked at places and mm. we've gone through. And you look at the listings on online, yeah. and then you actually go to the property, and it's completely different. Yeah. You think, really? I'm not being yeah. funny, but my flat, my flat in Hoddesdon, when they when that was fo- photographed, um, one time to rent it out, 
there's no way that second bedroom could do it looked huge yeah um and that and they, that's been done for years hasn't it i mean yeah. this was this was a trick of the trade everybody's aware of it now to be honest but that what that's been a trick of the trade for many years they just yeah. always make things and that's the problem is you get there rather than what you what you're doing is you're making them realize what the property's like and take them on a journey through it so when they get there as you said earlier on yeah. to me when outside of the recording that you want them to sort of have fallen in love to yeah. when they get there it's like yeah do you know what this is this yeah. really is as good as as good as it looks on here yeah not get there and go well i expected this to be bigger yeah well it's it's you know it's that there's nothing buying a house is one of those emotional decisions you make you know you walk in and you instantly know whether you like it or you don't yeah you know and it there's nothing else really like that. You know, I've had the most beautiful problem people going, mm, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm just not feeling it. And yeah. then, you know, people walk into another one, they go, I love it. And everyone is different. Everyone sees different things in different properties. Yeah. And what you might fall in love with, you might hate. And yeah. that, that's just the way it is. And, yeah. you know, that's why, if you look at our details now, so as well as the kind of photography, actually we ask a questionnaire for every single one of our clients that use us. You know, why did you buy the property? What do you love about it? What do you love about the area? Yeah. It's an emotional thing about, we're not just selling houses, we're selling a lifestyle in terms yeah. of, you know, are there things that people in London or mm. High Wycombe or, or places like that, are there things within Cambridgeshire that they might engage with and go, oh, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. Sure. You know, and it's not, it's not just the property, it's sometimes the lifestyle too. So we, we've tried to... Everyone reads, you know, I want people to fall in love and go, oh, just, this is the, this is the one for us. Yeah. Because one, it just, as a business, it will just make us more efficient because if we can work really hard on making our marketing brilliant, that means that everyone who will come and view will be invested, which means we're wasting less time Absolutely. with people that aren't really going to buy because we have to manage our time more effectively. There's no point in me showing 20 people around a house that have no intention of buying it. No. It's not good for the vendor. It's, it's not a waste good of time for, me. for you. Yeah, it's yeah, good for them too. Yeah. So, we, you know, we, we do this stuff actually from a actual position that a we want to attract more buyers but b we really want people to be vested have vested interest before they get there yeah um because that helps us drive the price up yeah um and so it, it, there is there is kind of as much as it looks really pretty there is a method behind why yeah, of course we do there it. is yeah, of course there is yeah it's not just about that there's, no, a, lot, there's a lot more to but for them as well uh, it, it, works. Is. it works well, it, the, 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 be- the beauty is and it's, I, I think it's replaced the brochure because the beauty of it is we send the, we send the video over to them and you can send that video over to family and friends yeah. loved ones yeah you can send that as many times and the quality never diminishes you'll yeah. never lose it it won't go in the bottom of that drawer yeah. that will sit it's not going to get it's going to get sort of dog-eared edges is no, it no you know and it will and it, it you can keep that forever mm. you, know, you know we recently saw you know a lady's house and she said oh, i've still got the property video i can still look back on it Aww. you know because she lived in that house it was a special house for Memories. her but she's got a, i can always look back on the video yeah and even just for that reason you kind of go well that that's that, worth it. That was a, that was a good thing. Yeah. Because you can keep yeah. the property details, but you can't often go back and look for them because yeah, unless you're sure. super organised, yeah. they'll be in the bottom of a drawer in a carry yeah. bag somewhere. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, they're nice for those reasons, but they, you know, people do share them. They they will last the test of time, and I think that's important. Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. Well, look, I'm, I'm congratulating you on your first. Thank what, you, mate. Seven, se- six, seven, seven months. Where are we? Six, seven months. November, isn't it? So yeah, we're yeah. Eight months. Yeah. Amazing. Eight, eight, eight months, um, and I'm look, really looking forward to you know seeing seeing everything going. You well, know, thanks moving for all on your help. That. I really appreciate it, mate. Uh, listen, I've I've done nothing. You've done it all. You do all the hard work. You do all the hard work. But before we before we wrap up today, is there anything else that you want to cover there? We, we, no, we, not at all. It's been what good. we do. We want There's definitely quite a bit we want to cover, but we're going to do it in another show for sure. Not today. You don't. So so we brought up the cards against humanity. Yeah, I don't, don't know what this is. Have you never done this? No. 
Well, let's do this. You've done a podcast. You've done a podcast. No spare time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't play games. To be honest, I'm not one for playing games. Um, don't but, games. Don't do pets. But, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what you need to do on this game is you need to pick a card. All right. Now, when you pick a card, <laughs> it's, it's going to have a um, it's going to have a, a phrase in it that you then have to pick another card or two, depending on what you've got. Um, so I'm going to give you an example. Should have rehearsed this. No. Okay, no, you no. don't want to rehearse this. This is a this. dangerous this is, game. This is, is a it? dangerous game. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Um, so, so I'm going to give you an example. So Hold on this on card. your headphones. On this, on this card, it says, science will never explain, and then there's a, a, a gap. All right, so everybody can see that. One second. Okay. Oh, have you got that there? Okay. Yeah? Yeah. You got that? Okay, so silence will never explain. And the first card here is living in a trash can. (laughs) Makes no sense, does it? That's quite tame. So silence will never explain living in a trash can. Okay, so the two go together. You're not feeling this at the moment, are you? Well, I'm not understanding. Do we just keep picking cards? So no, what you know, what you do is, is I mean, this is good with alcohol. Right. So what you do is, you'll basically you'll go round, and then after a while, you'll start picking out them. And there's some there's some pretty risque cards in here as well. You can do it on non-alcohol as well. You don't have to drink. Well, yeah, I did. Yes, not. Yeah, I mean, that's other other things are available. That sounds wrong as well. <laughs> that, sounds even, that sounds even worse non-alco- than the first thing. Yeah. Non- non-alcoholic Prosecco is available. Hmm. So what we're going to do is, um, I think lame. you should, what, if, you, if you just basically go into those cards and pick a, pick a card. Okay, pick a card, any so card. Any, any pick a card, card, any card. Okay. I'll pick one too. Oh, no. All right, have you got... Yeah, if you get, hang on, thank we'll all we're all going to do one. Yeah, okay. why not? All right. I'm not happy about mine. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> It's the next card. You know, you know it's not good when it starts. Hey, <laughs> hey, oh. hey, baby. This is a... <laughs> I, I don't like mine either. Oh, okay. okay. It started, yeah. hey, baby. I've got okay. problems. Okay, all right, fine, brilliant. So, um, and now what we're going to do, uh, we're going we're gonna to go with these, right? So I think we, we sort of... Oh, fuck. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like mine. Yeah. <laughs> So now what I'm going to do is I'm, so I'm just going to pass these parts. Now just pick just pick a random card out of there. Are you? Is it just one? If you just want one gap, because on these cards you can have um, on these cards you can have sort of. One. <laughs> That's quite funny. So okay. the first one was very tame, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, that could have been a lot worse for me. Oh, really? Yeah, could yeah, it really? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, okay. I, I, I haven't even read. Okay, mine, oh, shit. mine is... Um, oh, yours not good either. No, 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 mine's all right so oh, okay. far. So we, well, it could go messy after. It's all, all depends on the right card. Okay, mine... So this is, this is, there's, a different, there's different versions of this. I think there's like different levels of, of, of bad. Oh, okay. Dark, um, dark humour. Oh. oh, okay, all right. So go on then, you need to go first. So, so what's, your, what's your black card okay, say? So my, my black card says, uh, hey baby, come back to my place and I'll show you. Okay, you've got to hope that you're going to get a white. Yeah. And the white card is a web of lies. Oh, yeah. I like that. I think I should really put a. Uh, oh, I banged the table. Oh, so. you did, yeah. <laughs> what left? Come on, you've got to come on. What left? Come on. <laughs> I can't breathe. What left this stain on my crutch? Oh, no, not crutch, couch. <laughs> <laughs> no, I liked your version there. What left this stain? Oh, that is brilliant. On my couch. Oh, what a Freudian slip. Okay. 
Okay, was it your crutch? <laughs> no, it's who left the stain on my couch. Okay, so what left this stain on my couch? Bosnian chicken farmers. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been so much better had it been yeah, your crutch. I do, I do think that was much better. See, I think mine's pretty, mine's really tame. Uh-huh. I'm not like the rest of you. I'm too rich and busy for mad hacky sack skills. <laughs> Could have been worse. And this is the Cards Against Humanity. It is Cards Against Humanity. Uh, if they would like to send us a free box of cards, then uh, then please do so. Yeah, the, we'll dark, the, address. the dark version. Yeah. <laughs> well, there are no, there are some dark ones in okay. here. I mean, we've we've that that's actually been that would be quite that would probably be quite good a few wines in, I imagine. It's it it, it does get better. Um, many years ago, somebody told me about this game, and I never played it uh, until more recently. And I, I I think with a few drinks, that would be a lot of fun. Yeah, we usually get into family fortunes if it's starting to get spicy. Oh, d- oh, really? yeah. That's when you know. Started Get spicy, yeah. so a spicy yeah, salt, night involves family fortunes. That's how we now. We out. were talking about spare time earlier on. Now, this sounds well, like you really know how to live it. Well, I haven't played for a long time, but, yeah. <laughs> not out of the game, though. Yeah, are when, you? yeah, when you when you get going, we can uh, well listen. We can go li- on. You've got a, you've got a whole new game now that uh, that definitely is is one of listen. If you're going to put maybe something I'll on the Christmas list, yeah, if you're going to go on a Christmas list, get one of these. <laughs> yeah, maybe if anyone wants to get me a present, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, well, um, maybe we'll, we'll sort that out, babe. We'll put that, put that down. Yeah. Put that on the list. Thank you. <laughs> uh, honestly, mate, thank you very much. No, Rich. thanks for thanks inviting for me. Thanks for coming in. Thanks, no, honestly, we, so, and I look forward to doing another one with you very soon. No, it's an awesome setup you got there. Thanks for the invite. Yeah, it's been good. I mean, we we we, we do sort of close to the fireside chat, but I genuinely don't think fi- lighting firing that up while doing a um, while doing a recording would be a good idea. It would literally melt. I think here to yeah, be that, fair. I mean, that light was pretty hot before. So. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel, have you got a bit of a tan now? Or do you feel sort of... No, no, I don't, because it's gone out. It's been good. <laughs> I know, thanks very much for joining me. No, pleasure. And, uh, and JB from, um, from Lennon James Property. Lennon James Property, that sounds... Yeah, and, uh, you know, honestly, what a, what, a great, what a great chat we've had. I look forward to doing the next one. Uh, my name's Elliot Brown, uh, Essex Business Radio. Thanks very much for joining us, and uh, I look forward to you uh, joining us for another podcast very, very soon. Thanks to Venka. Thank you all. <laughs> You've been listening to Essex Business Radio with your host, Elliot Brown.